0: What's up, guys? It's Geek Scholar here, and today we're going to be looking at WWDC 2020, and this is just a quick wrap up of everything that Apple has announced. So, as expected, Apple has announced iOS and iPad iOS 14, Watch OS 7, TVOS 14, and macOS Big Sur. And in an interesting twist, Apple Watch OS 7 has now dropped support. For the Series 1 and Series 2 Apple Watches. Last year the first generation Apple Watch was also dropped. So this now means that the Series 3, 4, and 5 will get Watch OS 7 when it's released. Now with iOS 14, there was quite a few things that Apple included, and I'm not going to go through them all at the moment. We will have a full coverage on our website which is geekscorner.co.uk and I will put links in the description as well so you can access those quickly but what we do see is a really lot of interesting things, messages again a bit of upgrade as well so you can now pin your messages to the top um, with groups that also add in uh, your tags so someone can tag you so if you mute your groups if it's quite busy then you will still get notified if someone actually mentions you in that group message as well. And also now they're going to be adding the ability to have widgets on your home screen and they'll have different sizes and then the icons will snap around them as well. So it's not going to be quite the same as Android where you can place it anywhere on the screen. They're still going to have that snapping feature where the icons are going around it. And to be honest, I'm quite happy with that. It actually looks a lot nicer and a lot smoother. One of my favorite features with watchOS 7 is looking at the moment is the ability to track your sleep. There aren't a lot of third-party apps out of there, obviously going to lose out now, um, however, Apple have finally integrated that, and when you wake up in the morning, it gives you a welcome screen, and it also tells you how much battery you have, so that's a really nice feature. Uh, you've got other apps out there like AutoSleep, which I've been using and I've covered in the past, and uh, if you want to check those out, hopefully they'll actually add a lot more features, which will still make it viable for people who want to third-party apps but it'll be interesting to see if any of those continue to develop or if they just fall by the wayside today's sponsor is private internet access did you know that every time you connect to the internet your isp can actually see what you're browsing did you know that every time you're out and about and you connect to a public wi-fi you're at risk of being targeted by malicious people? And they're able to see not only the sites you're browsing, but potentially your passwords as well, but Private Internet Access has your back. When you browse online with this VPN, you're able to encrypt connections and stay safe. So why not check out Private Internet Access? They have some low monthly prices, under $4 a month. Go to geekscorner.co.uk forward slash VPN. Thanks, Private Internet Access, for sponsoring today's episode. 14. One of my most favorite features so far is Apple Pencil improvements. We did see rumors that people were going to be able to write and it will convert it into text. Well, actually Apple confirmed that today and it's called Scribble. So kind of like on the Apple Watch, but you're doing that with your pencil on the iPad. You can write and it will then convert it into text. It will also uh, have a look at your drawings and they will actually make that more snappable as well. So And it actually keeps the size as well and they'll be able to distinguish between the text and the drawings and allow you to move things around and you can fill in forms online or using an Apple Pencil. So I'm really looking forward to that feature. Now, Mac OS had quite a few things introduced on there um, and the, one of the th- things I'm really looking forward to is improvement on messages and maps. There are a lot of other announcements as well, but one of the biggest things is going to be the transition transition into Apple Silicon chips as well. Uh, they did also mention that they've still got some ARM um, computers in the pipeline, so expect some other releases. So I'm probably not going to see Apple Silicon until 2021, I would imagine. But again, that's just my personal opinion. If they've got Intel already in the pipeline, they are obviously going to want to filter those out first of all uh and like i say we'll have links to the full coverage of what apple announced on our website as well now previously i mentioned that we probably wouldn't see any hardware announced at the event even though there was plenty of rumors and then two to the four a couple of hours before the event a lot of people came out and said actually the hardware has been all been dropped now this is primarily a software event um so i really wasn't expecting any hardware and obviously that has turned out. So it'll be interesting to see what Apple announces in September. So with the betas now, they are available for developers to actually download. And we'll have links on our website, geekscorner.co.uk forward slash profiles. And there you can access the the beta to download. You can also sign up then as well for the public betas, which will be available in July. And interestingly, Apple is also going to be releasing an Apple Watch beta for the public in July as well. So that'll be the first time that we've actually seen that. So that is a super quick roundup of what was covered today. Like I say, we have a full list in depth on our website, geekscorner.co.uk, so make sure you head there and check that out. Let me know as well what you guys found impressive and what you're really looking forward to. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next one.